Hey, everybody. I'm Tim Muma. Thanks for checking out Classroom to Boardroom, LJN Radio's newest podcast designed to help you successfully find your way from the college experience into the professional world. Now, speaking of being professional, you don't want to wait until you're actually done with college to begin focusing on your own professional development. Today, we're speaking with Josh Fromm as he has some tips on how you can do just that. Josh is the co-developer of the University of Iowa's Student Employment Program. It's called STEP, which stands for Student to Employed Professionals. So he definitely has some great perspectives on this subject as well. Josh, how's it going today? Very good. Thank you, Tim. Well, I want to start things off by asking really not about an individual's strengths, but maybe what students should be focusing on instead in terms of trying to help themselves develop a little bit more as a professional. I think the big thing, Tim, is as a student, you know, we're, we're taught to make sure that we are getting our strengths down, making sure that we're utilizing them to the best of our abilities. But at the same time, we can't fit, forget about our weaknesses. So the one thing that we talk about throughout our program is doing a lot of self-reflection. So I think that is huge in the college development phase. In a place where as a college student, I actually struggled, was that self-reflection. I didn't want to admit, hey, I'm not so good at all of these things. Mm-hmm. As we know, as college students, it's a time for learning. It's a time for development. The big thing is you have to understand what you're not so good at so you know what steps you need to take to make yourself better, whether that's doing some type of SWOT analysis, so looking at your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, some type of skill analysis, going through what you've actually done, what skills you've actually exhibited through your time as a college student, and not just as a student, but other things as well. So student job, anything that you're involved in as far as organizations, volunteer work, that type of thing. Sure. I mean, ultimately, college is a time to improve and grow. To do that, you have to be able to understand what you're not so good at first and foremost. And I really like that perspective, just the idea of, and as you said, it's difficult to have to take a look in the mirror and say, you know, I'm not very good at this. Along those same lines, what do you do then? How do you develop those weaknesses or how do you understand what your weakness is? What would you encourage people to do to try to really find that developmental piece? You have to be willing to kind of get yourself out of your comfort zone as well. I mean, and then I'm a big proponent too in taking some type of developmental class. You know, if you have that option at your university to take something like that that's going to force you to do that and put you in situations where you have to do that, it's going to be an advantage to you. So, you know, like I said, there's a lot of activities such as the SWOT analysis that you could do to really have to look inside yourself and say, okay, I'm not good at this. What plans can I put in place to uh, make myself better? So, for instance, for me, as a college student, I really struggle, and I touch on it in, in the article I wrote, I really struggled at social situations and making sure that I was putting myself out there. Mm-hmm. If you're a student looking to, uh, that struggles with that and you're looking to work on that, what better way to improve than to practice? One of the things I definitely encourage students to do is when they get in situations, try to look and people watch, so to speak. So not in a creepy way, but in, in a good <laughs> professional way, people watch, making sure that you are uh, looking at people that maybe you consider leaders or a mentor for you and watch how they go about doing things. Even shadow, if you can, to put yourself in a position to watch how others do things, learn from that, and then take that information you've learned uh, and emulate it yourself. So I think that is a big thing, getting some type of mentor, emulating the people that you look up to, and then putting yourself out there in the positions where you normally struggle to continue to practice at that. 
Along those same lines, you mentioned to diversify your experience. What do you mean by that? And why do you think that's important as a college student going into your professional career? It's the same thing if you're putting money in the stock market, right? They always tell you to diversify your risk. That's part of what I mean uh, when I say that, just because the more you diversify your experiences, the more different types of situations you're putting yourself in. The more situations you put yourself in, the more you can learn, the more you can figure out what you like, what you dislike about certain environments, and hopefully that can help you understand you know, what you will be good at as a professional and also what situations maybe you want to avoid putting yourself in, what jobs you maybe want to avoid as well. And another thing, uh, the reason I say diversification is simply if you try out a lot of different things, the chances of you finding your passion are greatly increased. You can come into school. So I have a student that's a leader of my student org right now. She came in, she got a job working in a biology lab because that's what she wanted to do for a career. Mm-hmm. Well, she liked the job, but six months after she started, she realized she didn't want to do that for a living. Now, if she doesn't have that experience as a college student, maybe she's already in the professional world and is kind of stuck at a job because she's thought that's what she wanted to do. And then she ends up having to start over and do new things and start at the bottom once again. The more experiences, the more diversification you have in those experiences, the more you can learn not only about yourself, but what you want to do in the future. I mean, just as important as figuring out what your passion is, figuring out what your passion isn't (laughs) is just as important. Um, In my opinion, just because, hey, you don't want to be stuck somewhere and figure it out, you know, when you're 28, 30, 32 years old. It's a lot better to figure it out when you're 21, right? No, that's definitely a fair point. And I I like how you phrase that, the idea of finding out what you don't like to do, because you're right. I think people don't think in those terms. They often, as you said, look to find that passion and and try to figure out what they do like. Now, I've, I've gathered from our conversation, from what I've seen of your writing, and I think the listeners can pick up on it, that you are very big on just the idea of really going out there and making things happen, so to speak. Is that coming from somewhere personal? Is that just from your experiences you've had over there at Iowa? Uh, Why would you point to that being such a big factor in terms of development and moving forward in your career? Totally personal for me. And honestly, that's why I created the class I teach in the first place. That's why I wrote the article. So students don't make the same mistakes I did. So as a student, I talk a lot about education. Yes, obviously the classroom education is important, but outside the classroom, I would say is equal or even even more important in that regard to continue to grow as a person and professional. So for me, I went to school, didn't get involved, wasn't in, involved in student orgs, wasn't involved in volunteer work, didn't have a student job. So I kind of let my time pass me by, so to speak. I didn't figure out what my passion was. I didn't even understand how to go about getting into the job market. And I touched on this a little in my article, but about a year after I had graduated from Iowa, I ended up selling coupon books door to door in suit and tie. Not exactly what you would call a dream job, so (laughs) to speak. That's the first story I tell my students to try to get them focused and see, okay, if I'm not intentional, this is the potential of what could happen. You could end up selling coupon books door to door, which is not a fun experience. So if you're proactive with your experience as a student, if you go out, if you try to meet with employers, if you go to mock interviews, if you take advantage of the resources that are out there, and even from a networking perspective, if you're proactive with places you might want to work as a student, I call it playing the student card. You have an opportunity to 
focused on a situation and a learning aspect rather than, hey, I'm just coming to talk to you to ask for a job. You can go in and say, hey, I'm looking to learn more about your company. You're in a position I would love to be in one day. Can you tell me a little bit about your story and how you got there? People are more than willing and want to utilize their experiences to teach others. It's just natural. It makes you feel good about yourself when you think that you're helping others. In that aspect, it could be used, the proactive attitude can be used to get involved as a college student in your job search and your networking, getting, improving yourself, uh, as we talked about earlier. Plus, I mean, if you're looking to impress an employer, what better way to do that than showcase that, hey, I'm very, very proactive in looking to improve myself. You know, that is a great quality just by being proactive and doing those things that you're showcasing about yourself. You're right. I'm sure that would stand out for the employers out there or whatever situation that you might be in. Josh, we're quickly getting uh, low on time here. I wanted to ask you your perspective. You're involved, obviously, at a university. Do you sense that students don't have a realistic view of the market or they don't have an understanding of what it takes in general to really succeed in a career? It's kind of hit or miss. I think you know, a lot of it, in my opinion, it kind of goes back to some of the experiences of their parents even. Um, what they can tell them about the experiences that they've had. I mean, teaching from from past history and whatnot. But we do have a lot of first-generation students out there, too. And mm-hmm. I was one myself where, you know, you don't have that type of knowledge. So the big thing is the students who succeed are the ones who gain a mentor. Maybe they're proactive in taking a class on the subject. As far as the basic professionalism skills that, I mean, I'm creating a presentation about generational differences right now, and that's something that they have to be aware of. So there's, I mean, there's certain professional skills and professional development that need to be accomplished while in school that maybe you don't get from a traditional class. Looking to broaden your scope as far as being serious on what you take for electives. Communication in the workplace, for example is a class that the Career Center offers at Iowa. There's a lot of different things that students can get involved in to really help them develop in those ways. And as far as my perspective on students, it's it's kind of hit or miss. Some of them are ready and some of them need a lot more help. The key is getting out to those students who maybe don't know that they don't know, (laughs) if that makes (laughs) sense. You know, that's our goal here and hopefully other universities' goals as well. Well, that will wrap it up for us here on Classroom to Boardroom. We've been talking with Josh Fromm, again, co-developer of the University of Iowa's student employment program called STEP. Josh, thanks for coming on, sharing some of your perspectives with us. Absolutely, Tim. Thanks for having me. If you'd like to get in touch with us, maybe feedback from this show or future topics you'd like to suggest, go ahead and email us, ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. You can also reach out to us on Twitter. Find us at the LJN. For everyone here at LJN Radio, I'm your host, Tim Muma. We'll talk to you later.